look forward to another year of In the Trenches presented by First Star Logistics, but we wanted to give you some big news. This season, you'll find our interviews and keys to Bengals victory on In the Trenches in the First Star Media Group YouTube channel, along with our growing team of Joe Goodbury's Bengals on the Brain and Malik Wright's State of the Jungle. Also, the great folks at First Star Logistics have big plans this season with special giveaways each week the Bengals play. So be sure to visit both channels and our social media pages to stay updated on all giveaways and the latest news on the Bengals. So be sure to subscribe to the First Star Media Group YouTube channel as after this season, it'll become the channel that will host all our content. You're in the trenches with Dave Lapham, presented by First Star Logistics. Reminder, be sure to take part every week the Bengals play in the gigantic giveaway being done by First Star Logistics. Some great prices have already been given out, and uh, I know people are extremely happy with those. So be sure you uh, get take part in that. Lap, this one will go down as, um, boy, this may, this may be one that stabs you in the heart at the end of the season. The Texans win 30-27 to 27 over the Bengals. A lot of offensive yards by the Houston Texans. Uh, C.J. Stroud's a real deal. C.J. Stroud's a real deal, but I, I think the uh, the difference in the football game was a team that was averaging under 90 yards a game rushing and averaging 3.3 yards a carry went for 188 yards on the ground and 5.5. And Singletary, the running back himself, 30 carries, 150 yards, 5 yards a carry, 22-yard long and a touchdown. I mean – that part of it shocked me. Uh, that's that's the biggest surprise to me, is how the uh, Houston Texans handled things on the ground. Uh, the Bengals only ran the ball 16 times for 66 yards to counter that, and uh, you get an 18 play differential there. And you have a 122 yard differential there, and and to me, um, when you have a running game like that, it's going to help C.J. Stroud even be more impressive. And he is legit. I mean, there's no two ways about that. This guy. 356 yards passing after a 470-yard game last week. He, uh, he He's impressive. When he gets out of pocket and creating extending, he's not just trying to, you know, uh, dink and dunk or run for five yards. He's going for the jugular. He is getting the ball down the football field. And, um, and, and this, this Brown, this receiver, eight targets, seven catches. Noah Brown, 172 yards. His first reception was to nine yards. Every catch after that was for 20 yards or more. He averaged over 24 yards per catch. Unbelievable. And his long of the day was only 34. And this guy was not only open, but standing there wide open. I've never seen anything like it. There was nobody around him. He wasn't even running. Just standing, catching the football. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Got to give uh, the Houston Texans credit. They uh, they were up in the bit. They were ready to play. Uh, their their coach is, is that kind of guy when he was a player. Nico Ryans was a Pro Bowl player who played with high energy and he played fast. He played physical and his defensive football team, man, they all run. They're fast. Uh, they're great tacklers. I mean, the Bengals would catch a football and uh, no yards after catch, the journey would be over. They, they tackled well in space. Um, they earned the win. There's no doubt. Crazy, crazy weekend, AOC North. Ravens and Browns game down to the last play. The Browns come out the winner. Steelers beat the Packers. Bengals fall. You're, you're looking at, you know, in this short turnaround. But, the first, the, you know, i got like 13 pages of notes here, Lap. The, fir the first, the very start of this football game, you go, okay, Bengals get the football. Hey, Bengals like getting the football to start the game. 
And it looks like a, a, a continuation of what we saw against the Bills. Tanner Hudson, five receptions. At first drive, they go down and they score. And it looks like, man, Joe Burrow's clicking. Everything's going to be clicking this game. Trent Erling gets his first touchdown of the season. But it was a dry spell after that until late in this game. And you you have to be sitting there scratching your head going, man. And we knew coming in, this was going to be one of those games where it was going to be interesting. We T. Higgins was going to be out. We knew Jamar Chase was coming in, banged up. Uh, and then you had some losses on the defensive side with Sam Hubbard out as well. But, I mean, that was what a long drought by this offense and something we're not used to seeing, especially over the course of that four-game winning streak. Well, to to, uh, to emphasize that, uh, the Bengals for the fifth game in a row won a first-drive touchdown. Ten plays, 60 yards, uh, punching in the end zone. Uh, they had four first downs on that uh, on that touchdown drive. Uh, the, the next drive, uh, they go seven plays, just 26 yards, and have to punt. After that, in the second quarter, they did not get a first down. They had three three and outs and one play for minus one yard uh, to end the half. I mean, 10 plays, <laughs> and they had 23 yards, no first downs in the second quarter. That was the tone setter of the football game. I mean, they just completely fell apart in terms of, uh, you know, it, it, nothing was working and put too much burden and responsibility on the defense. And the defense had a couple of takeaways. They were doing everything they could uh, to keep the Bengals in the football game. But offensively, they weren't holding up their end of the bargain whatsoever. First drive of the third quarter, three and out, three, three uh, plays minus 12 yards. So, I mean, you go 13 plays um, for, for a grand total of 11 yards in in uh, five drives, are you kidding me? I mean, that's that's <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna fall behind the eight ball against any football team in the National Football League. You can't have a dry spell like that. That's not a dry spell. That's a drought, and uh, and that that ultimately, you know, created too big of a deficit for them to come back from. Even though they did come back and have an opportunity to win the football game, you got to give them credit for that. I mean, they did. Uh, you know, Cam Taylor Britt. Four four interceptions for Cam Taylor Britt now. He is playing at a Pro Bowl level. He also had nine tackles. Seven of them were unassisted. He is uh, he's playing his tail off. And uh, during the course of the action, he dislocated his finger. Had to had to go into the into the locker room and get that uh, finger put back in place. And came back and played the rest of the football game. So um, he is uh, he's one physical tough customer. There's no question about Cam Taylor Britt's commitment to the game. Yeah, first drive, 75 yards. I think the rest uh, going as far as the first half was 34 total yards. Uh, we get into the third quarter, and the you know the Texans uh, look to put points on the board. And next thing you know, it's 13-7 after, you know, you, at halftime you sit there and go, okay, 10-7, Bengals are in this game. This is no problem. But then it quickly, the you know, you get into that, that drive, and, and you sit there and you go, okay, the the Bengals' seventh drive of the game, and you get you get a it, it just twenty to seven Texans, um, and you sit there and you scratch your head and and you, you saw they were going after DJ Turner hot and heavy in this football game. Yeah, on that first drive, the Bengals got sixty yards. They got a fifteen yard penalty for you know net yards for seventy five. They got a. A 15-yard penalty that aided that uh, that touchdown drive 
you know, immensely. There's no no question about it. But yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> bottom bottom line is um, it's it's the defense is capable of playing great football. The offense is play, is capable of playing great football, but they got to complement each other a little bit more than they are. And and the four game winning streak, obviously, against good football teams. I mean, the the, the Bengals. Um, <laughs> It was 10 seconds to play in the first half. That's the first snap they took trailing in three football games. They never trailed one snap uh, in the San Francisco 49er game, won that football game, never trailed one snap against Buffalo because they scored in their first two drives in those games. Um, they didn't do that in this football game, and they, they ended up taking a, uh, the opponent took a lead on them uh, the Houston Texans did with 10 seconds to go in, in the half. That's the first time that they trailed in 10 quarters of football. So um, they, they, the second quarter, again, the second quarter was misery for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they couldn't even, they couldn't get out of their own way. And, and when you look at the, you know, the first drive was, was, uh, was, was pretty effective, obviously, but boy, I don't, I don't know if it was just, a, if, if Houston made adjustments or they just played everything that they wanted to play a lot tighter. I know one thing, like we talked about, they didn't miss any damn tackles. It was in that stretch. They were like, they were precision-like. They were like machine-like taking people to the ground. Yeah, and as you, you talked about, you know, their running attack, Devin Singletary, as you said, big game for him, for the Texans. Texans hadn't, I mean, I think I heard it was, a, they hadn't had a hundred yard rusher for 17 games until this game. And yeah, like you said, I mean, this, the, the Bengals defense, we, you said you kept waiting for the whatever adjustments and you thought, okay, the Bengals will get a stop here. And next thing you know, you know, this, this football game, it looks, you know, fourth quarter and you're seeing 27, 17 and you're like, Man, ten points. You got a little over twelve minutes left in this football game. Can the Bengals come back? As and as we've learned in the NFL, a ten a ten point advantage is nothing anymore uh, until that whistle blows at the very end. And that's what the Bengals came back and proved. And you know, everyone, you you got to be feeling for Tyler Boyd. Um, he knows what happened, and um, you know, and, and it's that's just part of this football game. Way way every game can go. One little. You know, you can make a mistake, have a great game overall. Tyler Boyd had eight catches, 117 yards, but everyone's going to remember that drop at the end. And he had a 64-yard reception to set up that opportunity at the end. I, I thought, oh, man, if he could have gotten in there, you know, if he could have scored there, it would have been a moot point. Um, and, and then at that point, you know, you, you get C.J. Stroud would have had to score a touchdown. Field goal wouldn't have done him any good. Um, so... Uh, it, it was un, un, unfortunate that, uh, you know, and I saw Tyler in the locker room after the game. I said, man, you played your tail off. And, you know, I mean, there, were, there you, you can point to a bunch of plays in this football game. A football game has never won and lost by just one play. That's just not the nature of the beast in the team sport. But obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's extremely upset about how it turned out. He was targeted 12 times, eight catches for the numbers you said, Dave. And he was, uh, he stepped up. Uh, T. Higgins wasn't able to go. How about Jamar Chase? Uh, didn't practice all week. It, it became a game time decision. It was basically, he went out early for warm ups before pregame warm ups. He did all of his, all of his 
activities that he needed to do to prove to himself that he could go. Targeted six times, five catches for 124 yards. He had a 64-yard reception as well and a touchdown. So uh, between Tyler Boyd and T Hig- and uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins' absence, 13 catches, 241 yards, and a touchdown. You know, that'll that'll get it done. And then how about Trent Irwin? Whenever he is asked to step up, he has a 32-yard touchdown reception as well, which was a great route and a tremendous throw uh, by Joe Burrow. And, and it is crazy. that It's life in the NFL. If Tyler Boyd is able to make that touchdown catch, we're probably like, boy, dodged a bullet there. But you know, that was just a great performance. Bengals, though, come back and have that uh, miraculous comeback effort at the end. Well, they still did, but did not win the football game. So that's life in the NFL. And uh, who would have thought, though, that the Baltimore Ravens, with a 14-point lead over the Cleveland Browns in Baltimore, would lose that football game? That's uh, that's pretty remarkable. Everybody had basically said the Baltimore Ravens are going to be the uh, Super Bowl participant for the AFC, and they got a good shot of winning the football game. And then Cleveland says not so fast. So, like you said, it's the NFL. Um, both uh, both teams are going to have to deal with the short week now and get ready for action on Thursday night football in Cle- in uh, Baltimore. Before we move forward, Dave, I, I have to ask you, the, that last drive by the Texans right before that field goal that gave them the 30-27 win, uh, kind of freakish at the end there. A player got rolled into uh, Trey Hendrickson. He went down holding his knee. Any any word on that? No, I, they're, they're uh, in the process probably of uh, taking, taking pictures and, and uh, MRIs and all that sort of thing to see about that. But I did see him at his locker on his cell phone. So I, I think if it, if it was really severe, he probably would have been in the training room um, being worked on. So hopefully it's nothing uh, real significant. Although on a short week, you know, even if you uh, stretch a, a ligament or something like that, that can be tough to come back from in a short week like that. But don't have any additional information on the severity of the, uh, the freakish injury to Trey Hendrickson, as you described. All right, as you said, a short week, Thursday night, 8-15 kickoff in Baltimore against the Ravens. And uh, that, the, that, that Browns-Ravens game, crazy. 33-31, lost for the Ravens to the Cleveland Browns. Um, how – and we, we talk about this all the time. The NFL loves having multiple, you know, nights and days where they're showing games and – this is especially this time of year, just taxing on any player's body. You played the game. How hard is it for a quick turnaround? You play on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was a one o'clock kickoff. And here you are a few days later, you're going to be suiting it back up at eight o'clock prime time on the road, um, expecting to have, you know, everybody at your disposal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Baltimore uh, just played a division opponent. Those are always physical. I mean, you're always sore the day after that football game. So I'll guarantee you that both football teams, this was a very physical football game. Houston brought the wood. They came to play, and they were hitting. The Bengals were as well. I mean, it was a very physical football game. So I don't think that uh, either team is going to put shoulder pads on this week at all. I think you're looking at a couple of walkthroughs. You know, we do just a mental uh, mental um, review of the game plan tomorrow. We'll walk through on Tuesday. The Bengals have to travel on Wednesday. Uh, they may give the Baltimore Ravens off tomorrow, 
and uh, very, um, you know, just shorts and t-shirts kind of practice on Tuesday and Wednesday because they're at home. So right now, the biggest thing you're trying to do is recover. So you got to get your rest, you got to have a proper diet. Um, you know, you, you got to take care of your body because the recovery part of it is going to be essential right now. And uh, hopefully all hands will be on deck and uh, there won't be guys that are going to going to miss this football game because it because it is a short week. We'll see. You're in the trenches with Dave Lappin presented by First Star Logistics. And again, a reminder, take part. First Star Logistics is having a great Great. And Lap and I, we can tell you, we, we we go into the studio down at First Star Logistics every week and we get to see some of these prizes. Uh, the, a laptop uh, for this week was the uh, the the main prize, a Bengals-themed laptop. Great prize. And I'm sure we have great more prizes going to be coming out in the following week. So make sure you visit First Star LOG on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it nowadays, to get all the details each week for what you need to do to take part in the giveaway. Lap, before we let you go here, we, we the Bengals went into this this game, the number seven spot, if the season had ended, they'd been in the playoffs at the number seven spot. Um, a game I think many people thought the Bengals could win was this game against the Texans before going into the stretch where you're going to – they, they really have got to put together some wins of the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns going forward. Um, where do you see this team right now as far as staying in that playoff hunt? Yeah, I mean, they got to respond. That's the bottom line. I mean, it's a uh, it, it, it's that plain and simple. Uh, the Houston Texans are 5-4, and four, just like the Cincinnati Bengals, but they beat them head-to-head. If uh, going into the football game, the Bengals were the number seven seed. If the playoffs were to start tomorrow, they would have played the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, well, they're going to go play the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore on Thursday night anyway here in the regular season. So um, you got to start, like I said before, uh, they, they, they swept uh, the, uh, the NFC West, swept it. And the other victory is against the Buffalo Bills. They've won one AFC game. Got to start stringing together some AFC victories. This this football game, obviously, is an AFC game you would have liked to have won and uh, stubbed your toe on it. I mean, Houston was 1-3 and three on the road, and they went into Jacksonville and beat the division-leading Jaguar, Jaguars by 20 points, and they go to Cincinnati and beat the Bengals on the road. So now they're 2-3 and three on the road. Um, you know, they're <laughs> they're right there, just like the Cincinnati Bengals are. So it's uh, it, it's only the midpoint of the season. There's still a lot of football left to be played, but man, you can't you can't waste anything. You can't waste any more time. You can't uh, you can't let wins that you should have slip through your fingers. I mean, Bengals were like six six and a half point favorite, I think, going into this football game. That's significant in the National Football League, and they uh, they didn't get it done. They stubbed their toe. So now they're going to have to make up for it. They're going to have to win a football game that you know people thought or think that they're not going to be able to win at some point in time down the stretch of the season. So got to, uh, you know, got to ramp it back up, try to go on another four-game winning streak. That's the goal. But the first thing is, and we talked about it all week long, I know the players were talking about it. It's like you've won four in a row, but the Houston Texans game is the most important game on the schedule right now. You know, you, you, this is the most important week. you got to take care of business this week. If you don't take care of business this week, it kind of, uh, you know, takes the – it diminishes the the spotlight on the on the Baltimore game. Now you got to go win that Baltimore game. And I don't think it was a situation where 
they were looking past this football game and uh, and thinking about the the Baltimore Ravens. I really don't because when you looked at tape of C.J. Stroud, it would be foolhardy to do that. And he went out and proved it again tonight. I mean, this guy is playing at an extremely high level. Yeah, another one of the young quarterbacks in the NFL just has to be in the AFC. Um, you, you sit there and look at the quarterback talent, and it's unbelievable. And uh, he, he's going to be one of those guys. He's going to be a superstar in the making right now, and no surprise. But uh, as Lap said, a lot of football left to be played, which means a lot of in the trenches still to come. And uh, you can also get in the trenches on Lap's channel, Dave Lapham in the trenches on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, and also on the First Star Media Group YouTube channel as well, along with other content from within the team of Joe Goodberry and Malik Wright. And uh, Lap, um, let you have the, the last say of what's uh, going on here before we close out. Yeah, I mean, basically you got to lick your wounds. Um, it's you don't have time to you don't have time to mourn the defeat as such. You know, when you uh, when you win a football game. You got to uh, basically put it away as quickly as you possibly can and move on to the next one. You have to do that uh, when you lose a football game, a tough one as well. And and my experiences tell me that it's tougher to put away that uh, a game like this than it is a victory. You know, it's uh, tonight. These guys are going to not get a lot of sleep. They're going to try to close their eyes and look as they look at the ceiling. Uh, they won't be able to close their eyes and it'll be a big movie screen and there'll be all kinds of plays that are going to be flashing on that screen that you're going to see. And if I had done this a little differently, if I had just done that, or if this hadn't happened, we would have won the football game and, and that's going to drive you crazy for a night or so, but you're going to have to get over that and get ready for the Baltimore Ravens because you know that they're, they're not going to be in a great mood <laughs> after blowing a football game against the division rival. And now the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be looking to rebound. So um, it's going to be a game where neither team is going to be looking past this football game. I can guarantee you that. And you better get the big boy pads out and not wait. You, you don't don't wait until halftime or don't wait until after the first quarter. Get those big boy pads on right now because it's going to be legit in Baltimore. Man, fur will fly. You think this game was physical. What will that game in Baltimore on Thursday night under the lights, national TV, man, is shed Yeah, a lot of ibuprofen going to be used this week leading up to this game. And Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure even during the game and after the game. He is Dave Lapham. You have been in the trenches presented by First Star Logistics. Again, a reminder, take part in the great giveaway each week the Bengals play. First Star Logistics is giving away some great prizes. Like we said, Lap and I have seen the prizes. We saw the jukebox. I know Lap and I both would like to have that jukebox in our house. And uh, we've seen the the the, the gaming systems, uh, PS5 and the Xbox, and this week a laptop. And we know there's more great prizes to go before this season ends. And uh, Lap, boy, we can't say enough about what the folks at First Star Logistics have done for us over the last few years as we've built in the trenches. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a heck of a partnership, heck of a relationship, and uh, you know they, they they're just everything that they do, they want to do as well as possibly can be done. They're not just satisfied with getting it done; they want to get it done at the highest level that it can possibly be done. They set a standard for excellence in everything that they do at First Star Logistics, and it's greatly appreciated by everybody, everybody involved in all areas at First Star Logistics. 
Lap, as always, appreciate the time. After your busy day, be sure to visit In the Trenches on YouTube. In the Trenches with Dave Lapham or on the First Star Media Group channel on YouTube. Everybody, thank you, and we'll see you in the trenches later this week. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.